0: Baby. back we are back in black back in the saddle again baby come back <laughs> baby, what come else back. you got
1: <laughs> um double header today folks um i know you were <laughs> so excited <laughs> dude i love <laughs> I, I, I love acd i just love like oh <laughs>
0: The, yeah, his voice is just so quintessential, like 70s. Say what you will about ACDC. They are fun as hell, man. They know, exactly. we were talking about this. They know what they're about. Um, when So much to an extent that when people ask me, like, oh, you play drums? How Like, how, how good are you at drums? I'll be like, I can do the ACDC beat. <laughs> the so, ACDC the beat. AC/DC, four on the floor, baby. I just,
1: I really like... Want to see Brian Johnson in the studio, just like, yeah, yes. and the audio engineers like,
0: yeah, sounds good, sounds yeah, good, perfect. Right? All right, let's go to lunch. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's take five,
1: let's take a let's take a hard five. <laughs> um, all right. Anyways, doing a double header today, knocking them out for you guys. We got to prep for our next episode. Um, so I'm excited. So this should be a fun one, Mitch. Let's not waste any time. Um, Oh, I do want to talk about something.
0: Okay, bring it on.
1: So let's waste some time. Okay. (laughs) I want to talk about one of my favorite things in the world. And I've kind of rediscovered this lately. um, Is watching people react to smash brothers character announcements
0: oh okay i don't know if i've seen any of that i don't i'm not sure what you're what you're about to say but go ahead
1: (laughs) okay so what happens is the smash game will come out Mm -hmm. those announcements are really huge people get really hyped you know for that and especially now with like twitch and everything like that people do a lot of streams reacting to like a nintendo direct um, So Nintendo tends to do these Nintendo directs, which is like their own little press conference kind of thing, where they come out and talk about things that are coming up, mm-hmm. additions to games they're working on. Um It's just kind of a thing Nintendo does. Um Whereas like Xbox will kind of flood shit every day of like, here's some new games on Game Pass. And it's like, I'm trying to thank y'all like Solitaire? Here's this new 3D Solitaire game. Like, you know, nothing really that interesting. Yeah. Nintendo Direct will wait until they have things to actually talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously when they announce, announce a new Smash Brothers game, people get really excited and people really like seeing the roster that's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the only level above that are when they announce dlc characters and characters mm. that are going to be coming to the game gotcha. this is where nintendo does some shit and will blow people's minds so the one that i know that i've watched a compilation of multiple times is when they announced banjo kazooie
0: oh uh, shit. coming
1: to smash and that was probably at, if not the number one like we're talking easy top five requested characters was banjo kazooie yeah um and just the way people freak out is hilarious. It makes me laugh and smile. And just, it's like grown people crying.
0: Like, oh yes! Yes! I've been waiting 15 years for this moment.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what's happening. And it's and it's right. such a crazy thing to watch. And uh, one that I just watched is they uh, they announced Sephiroth for Final Fantasy, or for Smash Bros. from Final Fantasy Seven, And people, they're... So Sephiroth is like the bad guy in, in Final Fantasy VII. Okay. Um and he has like he's kind of he's kind of got this like dark angel emo thing. I don't know. It's Final Fantasy, whatever. <laughs> right. But he has this big giant long sword. But in this trailer, there's this clip where like he they do a silhouette, and it looks like he stabbed Mario through the chest. But it like they cut to it, and it like went through his overall. Mm, okay. <laughs> and it and dude, people were like,
0: <laughs> people were just, what the
1: fuck. So it's just this like weird thing that i get into because like as much as i like smash i just i've never been a nintendo guy so it, it doesn't mean that much to me mm-hmm. um but yeah just seeing people like see characters that they've waited the entire time to be in the game is yeah. just it, it is just incredible it, it It's something and none of it matters And none of it's cool it's just like um, Oh there was a video of this guy who Was reacting to the force awakens Trailer mm. when that was coming out And he cried and like Like a big old baby yeah. And there was this girl On twitter who just roasted him <laughs> And Everybody was just like you fucking Bitch yeah, like right. just Roasted her right back because it's just like it, It's it's I don't see how you can't see that stuff and, and feel a little, like, heartwarm. Not that mm-hmm. it matters to you, but just seeing somebody who is just, like, so thankful that they get something... that they get something that they genuinely enjoy to happen, because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's just so unguaranteed. And actually, I was talking to Aaron about Star Wars last night, and I realized that I sometimes get cynical about it, because, I mean, dude, they just announced ten more Star Wars shows. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just starting to be like, guys, they, all this cannot be good. You're gonna fuck this up. But... Mm-hmm. I took a step back and I think of those moments like a grown man crying to the Force Awakens trailer and just like you know
0: I'm tired of people, like, thinking that it's okay to, like, roast those people that are excited about something. Like, why is this still a thing in 2020 where it's okay to just, like, bash someone for being happy? Like, oh, that guy's enjoying his life. Might as well, you know, change that. Like, I, I, I hate the culture that it's allowed to, like, you know, I, I don't give a shit about The Force Awakens. But if someone likes it, I'm not going to be like, ah, ha, nerd. Like, let him do his thing, man. Like why is this like funny like it's almost the the, the sarcasm movement like that was you know everybody's yeah. sarcastic, and that's the fun, edgy you know sense of humor now it's right. like I'm shitting on things, having a negative point of view is the the move
1: <laughs> yeah no i would- i I would agree, I would agree, and then a lot of times when. It's like, I will listen to somebody who can like point out the positive and the negative and Mm -hmm. say, this is kind of why I don't like it, but I see what they were trying to do. Like, I respect that opinion wholeheartedly. The people who are like, this is just bad. um, It's like, okay, is it though? Like, is it really? Because a lot of people hate the last few Star Wars movies and really, really shit on them and dump Mm -hmm. on them. And I'm just like, I mean, dude, you're telling me that whole movie, there wasn't one thing you liked in it. There wasn't one lightsaber battle where you're like, this got dope. I don't believe you
0: yeah yeah
1: you, you're just amping up your opinion to seem edgy mm-hmm. and what's really frustrating is how popular a lot of nerd culture has become like with all the marvel movies and shit that you're going to shit on the dude who's crying over a Star Wars trailer when it's like I don't know you probably went and saw Endgame with your friends didn't yeah, you? Yeah
0: true yeah
1: <laughs> and you were probably one of those dumb people like you know which one's Endgame <laughs> so you know maybe don't shit on people yeah. who have enjoyed this in their entire life and you're just coming around the
0: curve mm-hmm. yeah that reminded me of um, I listened to a podcast I think I've I've made you listen to it before there's um a guy named Shane Torres has he's a comedian he has that, that joke about guy Fietti, um
1: oh yeah and he's
0: basically defending Guy Fietti, and then he also kind of defends Nickelback and talks about like it's kind of fucked up that we as a culture now just jump on this bandwagon like it's the funny thing to say online oh Nickelback sucks and then all of a sudden everybody hates Nickelback everybody hates you know uh Guy Fietti, like for not or any real reason beside the fact that it's popular to do so um anyway I don't know where I was going with that but check out I was listening to a the the guy the uh, Shane Torres guy he did a podcast episode on a podcast I like called um some good jokes or something like that and where they he breaks down the the uh, the reasoning why he you know wrote that joke and he was talking about how like it's kind of bullshit and he wants to fight against that attitude which I think is cool
1: yeah and I and yeah actually he brings up a good point I've been there I still shit on Nickelback um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think that, okay, in all in all fairness, in our defense, they did write that dumb ass song for Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the they guy have some from... shitty songs. I'm not going to disagree with that. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm not going to fight against that. But, yeah, they're but not people shitty people. Yeah. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Jake Paul still gets, like, seven million views on a video so
0: exactly i just think we should pump the brakes on hating nickelback and uh guy fieri and steve harvey and
1: <laughs> no i was gonna say yeah on them sure then <laughs> <No. laughs> we'll double down on steve harvey and
0: exactly <laughs> everything.
1: um no you're you're totally right and, and i think that's why i talk about it and i i i I, I definitely never make fun of anybody, but it's just well, I do sometimes. I think we just <laughs> have to take a step back and realize like you know I'm really into nerdy shit like I like Halo is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. I super care about Halo right now, okay uh, you know, I shouldn't get shit on for enjoying Halo so much, just like I shouldn't shit on somebody who's like excited uh for fucking pretty little liars sure yeah to come back on tv i mean i think one is objectively good and one is objectively bad <laughs> right but i shouldn't go out of my way to shit on those people who get really excited about exactly. it exactly so, yeah um that's the whole point but yeah I, i'll probably send you a couple of the smash uh compilations just just so you can see what i'm talking about yeah it'd be pretty funny yeah it, it it's funny it's it's a trip to see um all right, Mitch. Well, with that being said, let's get into what you're drinking. Yeah. Let's... Do you have another Christmas beer for us?
0: I do. Yes, sir. You read my mind. Exciting. Um, I have got a... This one is by Fat Heads, um, and it is called a Holly Jolly Christmas Ale. Um, bott- brewed and bottled by Fatheads Brewery in Middleburg Heights, Ohio. Um Let me read this douchey little snippet here. Once upon a frozen evening way up north, a sweet local honey named Holly inspired our jolly fat man as only Holly can. To create this festive spiced holiday ale, we think you will enjoy this holiday creation with its aromas and flavors of Christmas Day. Oh, man. Sweet malt, ginger. What the fuck is it with ginger? with ginger. (laughs) Honey and cinnamon spice. Sip this by the fire with your significant other. Who knows? Maybe it will lead to a little inspiration of your own. Oh, the thing that worries me about this one is the front. It's in very small print, but it says malt beverage brewed with spices and honey. So does that Mm. mean it's not technically a beer?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like a malt liquor kind of vibe.
0: (laughs) I think you're right, but they spruced it up a little bit. They tried to make it sound super fancy, but um, I don't think it is.
1: Yeah, I don't know what it is with ginger, man. Maybe it's just the part of Christmas flavoring that I'm unaware of, or maybe it just works with everything. I don't know. I don't...
0: Could be. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I don't love
1: ginger, so I don't...
0: I don't either. I had sushi last night and they always give you like little ginger pieces for like to cleanse your palate. And it's always gross, but I always give it to my dog because it's funny to watch him eat it (laughs) (laughs) because he eats it every time. And then he's like, "Ah, that was gross. (laughs) Yeah, Um, well how did,
1: how does this one stack up to the last one?
0: I'll say I feel like this one is definitely more Christmassy. I don't know if it's the spices they use. They did say it was cinnamon. That's probably it. Um, so, I actually think I like this one more, even though it's a malt beverage.
1: Yeah, it may or may not be a beer. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: All right, well, I am drinking from Platform the Bon Brie Opera Cream Coffee Stout.
0: Hmm, okay.
1: So kind of interesting. Um, this doesn't have any douchey thing on the can. And I actually kind of <laughs> like it because they actually tell you what's in it. So, for example, I can tell you the grains, Ooh. which are two-row, Vienna, extra dark crystal, um, Karabo, or Carabohemian, pale chocolate malt, Carafa special type 3, flaked oats. Then the hops are Galena crystal, and their yeast is American Ale. Their adjunct is Seven Hills Opera Cream Coffee Beans.
0: Hmm. You lost me at Carabahibian. I can't stand when they put <laughs> Carabahibian in my beer, man. <laughs>
1: um, I think it's interesting because I think this kind of like tunes us into how they make beer. They obviously pick grains, mm. some hops, yeast, and their adjunct as I assume the random thing that they put in there um so yeah i don't know thought it looked interesting it has a picture of i don't know if you saw that that's actually like a piece of cake oh nice that's cool so so, but um also it is definitely a stout yep for sure definitely dark that is good that is good that is coffee ford
0: hmm okay
1: Which is kind of nice. Does it taste at
0: all like cake? Because since they put cake on the can.
1: I don't really understand the cake, to be honest with you. Because they're talking about coffee beans. But it says opera cream. It has a a sweetness to it, but definitely not glaring. Because I don't Mm. like sweet alcohol. Yeah. Um, So yeah, it fits fits nicely as a stout. It's Mm -hmm. kind of like in between, kind of a strong one. I have realized that... A big, big problem with stouts, if it's slightly flat at all, it's terrible.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: as long as you have a stout and it's carbonated well enough, um, I think that helps a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely coffee forward. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like it. it. It's it's refreshing. It's it's bordering a little bit on Guinness because Guinness mm-hmm. has this this freshness to it when I drink it. A lot of people mm-hmm. equate it to not even having much flavor, kind of tasting like water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think whatever it is, there's just like a refreshingness to it. So this yeah. is a stout that is actually fairly refreshing. It doesn't. Can,
0: I think I'm starting to come around on stouts. Um, not necessarily Guinness cause I'm still not a big fan, but, um, the craft stouts. Um, I think I'm starting to understand. Um, I've had a few recently that have been pretty good. And I think I, I, the reason I didn't like them before I was, I was going at it with the wrong mindset. Um, you know, kind of how you like, you know, certain wine pairs well with certain dishes. Um, I think beer is kind of the same way. Like stouts are more of a sweeter dessert wine kind of thing. Like I wouldn't necessarily eat it with a meal. I wouldn't even really drink a bunch of them. But if I want something that kind of satiates my sweet tooth and I only want one of them, yeah, I might go with a stout. Yeah. yeah. It fits I think, in.
1: <laughs> I think stouts are definitely a sipper. You definitely mm-hmm. want to sit down and just enjoy a stout. And you could drink some after another but you're talking hours and hours Mm -hmm. they're not beers you can pound the only thing i can pound is guinness but yeah um that's just me um but yeah i i think that um i think that's what i like about stouts is they are kind of like now a good stout though is good with a steak hmm so, having, I personally get it. I mean, I think that's one of the best. If I have a steak and a Guinness, oh, yeah, let's yeah. go. I'll, <laughs> I'll dip the steak in the Guinness. And fucking, <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Um, However, yeah. like, and no, that's, that's, we should, we should kind of like think of some, I'm sure this has been done before, but like some food, beer pairings. Um, like, I wouldn't eat a pizza with a Guinness, but I might drink an IPA with a pizza.
1: I can't say, I pretty much have, have eaten, I've drank Guinness with probably everything, um, so I can't say I have it, but yes, I would agree, because obviously, man, if I'm eating a taco or a nice, tasty burrito, you better believe I want a cerveza. I'm getting that Corona. I'm getting that soul. Yes. They they do. They go together, you know. Mm-hmm. They sure do. I don't know. if Does beer go with like Italian food? I can't even imagine drinking beer with Italian food.
0: Uh, maybe, and this might be like projecting, but I, I maybe blue moon, like a nice little wheat. Oh, kind wheat of some pasta,
1: something a little bit citrusy to kind of cut through the heaviness of the pasta.
0: Yeah, I think so, maybe. Yeah,
1: because Italian food is essentially just pasta over right. and over again.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: Yeah, that's about all I got. So, right on. Well, we should get into a lightning round then. So I have a question that we've probably talked about before on the podcast, but um, bring it on. What beer do you think you've had most in your life?
1: Oh, well, I, were you thinking Guinness? Because it's probably yeah. not. Yeah. No. I was, oh,
0: I was thinking Guinness.
1: Guinness is the one I want. If I could drink Guinness every day, I would. And I would be an alcoholic probably because of it. But <laughs> right. Guinness is not cheap. And I always want to buy it in the can. The pint mm-hmm. can has the widget and it has the nitrous, and it's perfect. It's perfect, okay? But it's expensive. I only get four for like eight bucks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's expensive. And for how quickly I could knock them back, it goes quick. The beer that I have been drinking since I was of legal age, consistently, all the time, yingling. It is yeah. the tried and true beer for me. It's my party beer. It's I drink yingling all the time. I just knocked back a twelve pack the other night, so yingling, for sure.
0: You you knocked back an entire twelve pack in one night. Yeah, good for you, man. It's,
1: it's not. It's <laughs> actually a little bit of an issue. Um, yeah, I I will. I am kind of taking somewhat of a beer hiatus, mm-hmm. unless it's on the podcast, Obviously. just because quarantine has just made me. It definitely has. Remi- it, it's made me rely on it a little bit too much. It's it's not like I'm like, Oh, I gotta I gotta fucking drink. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely like if I'm sitting down playing games, spending time at home, I just want beer. I just mm-hmm. wanna drink beer and sit and 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 you know, play games or watch YouTube. But as a person with some trauma, you get about six, seven beers deep. <laughs> you don't really know what's gonna come up
0: yeah true
1: so as things start to come up then you start kind of acting out and acting irrationally and then you're drinking yeah. more because you're already drunk and you know it's like nothing bad ever happens but i wake up the next day definitely one i don't feel good because i drank an entire 12 pack so i'm mm-hmm. hung over and two i am just not happy and it mm-hmm. just in in the past few weeks I'm feeling like, yeah, why did I do that? Why am I even buying the twelve pack? I don't need twelve. Mm-hmm. It's just like I I do have a little bit of an issue stopping myself drinking. Mm-hmm. So like whereas you're a guy at a party who would do that little party trick where you put water in your beer can and yeah, get some water in. Right. You know, <laughs> but you're still wanna have fun. I just drink. I just don't stop. You know what I mean? Because I'm not mm-hmm. being irresponsible, but I am kind of being irresponsible because I keep just knocking down beers. I know I'm gonna feel bad the next day and You know, it's just there is a thing that flips in my brain when I'm drunk enough where I can be irresponsible. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to push myself back to a more acceptable limit. And I've also just built up a tolerance. I could drink a 12 pack easily Mm -hmm. and that's that's a little bit much to me it's like this this has started to kind of become unhealthy I'm like I'm like drinking to a level of like college students partying yeah and I'm like I ain't looking for all that you know
0: right well I'm I'm, I mean I'm kind of the same way like I, I I will say I probably I think I have a little bit more like control and willpower because like I do have that party trick where like if I decide I'm just I'm not gonna you know get drunk um I won't Like I'll, I'll drink, I'll drink a little bit, have some fun, and then I'll be fine to drive home. Um, but if I decide that I'm getting drunk, boy, do I get drunk? (laughs) Um, but you you said that kind of like there's a switch that flips and once you get to a certain point, like there is no turning back. Um, and that's kind of when it all stops. Luckily for me, like I don't have that desire to do that very often, maybe a couple times a year. Um, But uh, the other thing was quarantine. Like, I definitely feel that when I especially when I was working from home, um, I kind of kind of got into this slippery slope where, like, I'm on the clock working, but I'm home and I could have a beer at lunch if I wanted to. And then also like, oh, I just got off a really rough call. I need some alcohol to, you know, soothe me because I'm in such a bad, you know, shape right now. And it got to the point where I I called it happy hour, which is basically if I work till six o'clock. I'll start drinking at like five because I'm like, oh, you know, you can't get drunk in an hour. By the time I get clock off at six, I'll be drunk, but not until then. <laughs> so, right. So I had to like rein myself in there. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. It's just and just with like quarantine, I think just like when you're busier, or you're out and you're doing stuff. You know, you may have a beer here, a beer there. But like when you're just sitting at home, it's like, well, I'm not going anywhere. It's not like right. I'm driving.
0: Yeah. yeah, exactly. And
1: I'm going to be here tomorrow. So if I'm hung over, fuck it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, so I'm kind of starting to learn. That I've had to I've had to pump the brakes a little bit, yeah. to get more into normal. Um, yeah. Well, what, what was your beer answer?
0: So, um, mine, I, I think I have two that I can't really decide between. The first one is the one I've been drinking since I was a kid, Miller Lite. Um, <laughs> we are a Miller Lite family through and through. It was my uncle's favorite, my brother's favorite. And that's just the, the cheap beer go-to in our house. Also, we didn't have Yingling in Indiana up until like a few years ago. So I right. didn't have that at all when I was 21 probably up until probably 3 or 4 years ago they finally brought it over but um so because of that Miller lights definitely the go to um and the other one is Moosehead um I am a huge Moosehead fan um Basically, from the time I turned 21 up until like probably now, like if I'm going to a party or I'm going over to a friend's house and I need to bring some beer, Moosehead is my go to because it's super cheap, but it's also like really good. I think it's the best value beer. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, that's fair because really the only times I've really encountered Moosehead is through you. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> so I guess that
1: would track, that would make sense. See, I thought you were going to say Rolling Rock.
0: No, I'm not as big a fan of Rolling Rock, although they taste kind of similar. I, I prefer Moosehead a little bit more.
1: Okay, so I think what happened was a lot of the memories I have is when I think you got into Rolling Rock before you got into Moosehead.
0: Could be, could be.
1: And I and I think, yeah, because, yeah, you are the only person I've drank Moosehead with. I yeah. did go through a Labatt Blue phase.
0: Oh, I like Labatt Blue, yeah.
1: Yeah, I got that <laughs> when I was getting into hockey and, like, you know, just, like, <laughs> weird shit from Canada. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, no, I, Moosehead is good. I don't, it's not around here, bro.
0: Yeah, I think it's like a Canada thing. I think it's I think it's, so because I'm farther north than you are. That yeah. makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, I think that could be why. Yeah, I don't bump into it. Um, hmm. All right. My question for you, Mitch, lightning round question number two. Like I said, I'm pretty sure I've asked it, but I'm interesting to hear it now more in context. What is your favorite guitar effect?
0: Ooh, um, Fuzz. For sure. Oh, okay. Fuzz. Um, yeah, I think fuzz is just the most, like, fuck ass yeah sound you can, like, come up with. I, I, you know, I'm a big, like, White Stripes fan, mm-hmm. and re- really, the the reason I like fuzz is because... Um, It doesn't really matter what you're playing. (laughs) Fuzz will make it sound badass. Like you could just be playing like E, E, A, and it's just like through a fuzz effect. It's just like, this is the most righteous thing I've ever heard. (laughs) So that's why I love it so much because like you don't have to be good, but it just sounds so thunderous and balls to the wall that it thickens things up and just sounds amazing. So definitely fuzz fan. What about you? Um, I've
1: changed a lot over the years. This is kind of why I wanted to ask it. I think we've, I think we may have done it before because like, I know one effect I've always loved is the phaser effect mm-hmm. because it's a nice mix between a flange and like a chorus, because sometimes I I think flange is so one trick pony. Like you only use it for certain reasons. Yeah. And then even the same a little bit with the um chorus effect. I really don't like chorus effects because it makes yeah. things sound out of tune. So I don't yeah. know how to use it. So the phaser always said it's in
0: definitely be- popular in like 80s music, and that's not like that's not my bag.
1: Right. And the phaser is a little bit more popular with like creed solos yeah. and shit. So <laughs> nowadays i the one effect that i put on everything and i've never realized how important it is is reverb
0: oh yeah definitely
1: like reverb seems vital and i think Mm -hmm. one of the best sounds a guitar can have is typically like a strat or a tele a brighter guitar and just like a nice tube amp with some reverb Mm -hmm. Oh, clean or even a little bit of a little bit of overdrive a little bit of gain You can make absolutely beautiful music with that. But yeah, I love reverb. And then Mm -hmm. I like reverb too, because you could crank that shit all the way up and then you're the edge. And then you're like, Oh, now I'm going to do some delay. And here we go.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I'm playing two
1: notes and I've made a thousand.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. I just got this really cool reverb pedal. Um, it's called the Dan Electro Spring King reverb pedal, and it's badass because um, first off, it's super cheap, and it's so, it's it's kind of a spring reverb type effect. But the badass thing about it, and the reason I bought it, is it actually has a spring inside, um, oh. which is where the reverb sound comes from. Yeah, and it's got this cool thing on it called a kick pad. That basically, it's a huge ass pedal with a little like rubber plate that says kick kick here so you like while you're you know you got your reverb effect you kick the shit out of it and it makes have you ever like you know picked up an amp while it was on and when you set it down it sounds you like a transformer boing, like boing, boing. Boing. Yeah, boy. that's yeah. what this pedal sounds like when you kick it and it's really cool wow
1: <laughs> that's kind of interesting yeah dan electro doesn't really make good things
0: they don't they don't but uh, that sounds really cheap interesting and fun enough i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna try it yeah that sounds
1: really interesting <laughs> um all right lightning round question number three this could be a longer one i'm not sure mitch i have been over the course of time trying to get you to be a nerd yes and i think i've actually done a decent job yeah um i want to get you into a game i don't know what game but i guess basically my lightning round question is if there was a game that you were to kind of get into that you would maybe play every week or by yourself, or we would hop on and maybe play for a few hours, maybe three, mm. maybe four. I don't know <laughs> I'm just saying what do you, what do you think that game would look like? Like you don't have to necessarily get because I because obviously I know that your knowledge of video games isn't vast per se. Mm. so what I guess what I'm saying is what about a game? would make you play it with. And if I said that there was a possibility, I'm not saying every game has this, but a possibility that you could even play like with me, Aaron and Chris.
0: Yeah, that'd be awesome. So, um,
1: if if that was an option, what what do you think this game would look like?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um so my my knowledge of video games is pretty lame and because and I say that because like my favorite games are like sports games, but I know that that's not a nerdy enough for you. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I like I like shooting games. I'm just I get frustrated with them because I'm not good enough. Um, that it just like it's not fun anymore. Um, <laughs> who said? Somebody said I can't remember if it was you or I might be regurgitating, regurgitating something you already said. But um, I feel like video games should be a blowjob and not sex. I feel like video games should be instantly enjoyable for me and I shouldn't have to work too hard for it. (laughs) Okay. So I want, I want something that I can kind of pick up fairly easily, but also like has a cool story and cool characters. That's just like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm explaining that right, but
1: no, so, I see what you're saying. Like, what you don't want is a game that it's like, all right, Mitch. So here's your skill tree. So first we start with your skill tree. So then once you understand your class makeup, then we'll understand your role. Like you don't want that. You want yeah. You want something. I I get it installed. I hit play. It gives me some prompts. I, I pick it up. Okay. Now I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But it maybe has room for you to get invested in. So yeah. you're a you're a low. You're, you're a person that would want a low learning curve, high skill gap. So you're looking for a sure. low a low learning curve to pick it up, but maybe have the ability to go into a higher context and i think like tony hawk is a good example because mm-hmm. it has a low learning curve but mm-hmm. a very very high skill gap
0: yeah right
1: and you and, and you're better at that game you're better at tony hawk than me i'm i'm the worst out of all my friends and it pisses me off so bad because <laughs> i was a god once
0: yeah exactly
1: the good old days um so well that's kind of why i'm asking because here's the thing crossplay is only happening more and more Mm-hmm. Um, and with that being said, you being on PS4, I have my PC and Xbox. Aaron and Chris are on Xbox primarily. There are options out there, but I want to find what that is. You know, I really like... I We joke around all the time about, like, getting mentioned on a game, and I, I think it'd be a lot of fun. I, I don't think you'd be prepared for the level that... <laughs> I, the the length at which we play video games. Definitely, yeah. Um, But if we found something that you would maybe actually be interested in, I think that you would maybe... Yeah, I, I feel like I could see you throwing down, like, two and a half, maybe three hours on a night... Mm -hmm. with us telling jokes and playing games and shit yeah that'd be Um, awesome
0: man and i and i am the type of person like while i don't play a lot of video games when i do find one i love um and it's not often enough I will play the shit out of it. That's why I'm better than you at Tony Hawk. Um, We haven't played baseball in a while, but I would probably be better at you now because um, I have. I actually, I know you haven't been playing, but I have. I my I've been I've been dying to tell you this. My Dynasty team is stacked right now. Oh god, dude! I have so many good players. Like none of them are under like the 95 rating. I And I've just been like knocking out moments. Like, that's, I've been playing that more than I have like Tony Hawk. Like,
1: wow. No, yeah. You definitely surpassed me there, man. I moved on to other stuff. Like, yeah,
0: exactly. I knew you would, but.
1: um, Okay. Okay. So, do you think that you would be more interested in a shooter or just a game that would be like, I guess, would you be interested in a shooter or would you be interested in something more. Like, not, I don't want to say... Basically, shooter, non-shooter.
0: I think I like the idea of shooter because, like, you don't have to be super knowledgeable about video games. And also, like, when you're talking about the context of playing with, like, Aaron and Chris, like, that seems like a more, like a group dynamic kind of thing where you're like hanging out, talking with people, but also like, okay, we're all going to, you know, come up with a game plan, which I think is like strategies, you know, super fun. Um, and something that's not super hard to master. So I think I might be leaning towards a shooter. Okay.
1: Okay. No, that works. That works. The one that's popping to my head would be like overwatch because that's a team based shooter, but there's a lot of characters that you don't even have a gun. Like, Mm -hmm. you'll have, like, a hammer or a weapon, but it's... I
0: think I might have played, I think at one point, like Overwatch might, if I'm thinking of the right one, Overwatch might have been like free on the PSN or something. So I played the first, like, I played it for like a half hour and I was like, oh, this is pretty fun, but I can't figure it out. So I'm going to never play it again. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, th- I remember enjoying it. <laughs>
1: yeah, just Overwatch is one that doesn't have cross play right now, unfortunately, mm, but that's okay. one that Damn. I could see. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm going to do some research. You've given me information I want. Cool i'm gonna find one for you because i just because crossplay is being so it it is increasing i just really do think of the i the the day of like you being on ps4 me sitting here on my pc aaron and chris playing xbox and we're all playing a game together oh that'd be awesome goofing around having a good time um that would be super crazy dope so i'm just looking for what game that might be and then, I don't know, hopefully one day we'll find it and work out the logistics. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see. But I've, I've wanted to ask because I'm like, man, I just, uh, what game would it be? I mean, Rocket <laughs> League is one. It is a cross-play game. We, we mm-hmm. can all play Rocket League together. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rocket League, definitely just party fun game. Yeah. Also I think the three V threes are better than four V fours. I don't think having four people on Rocket League is the best. Yeah. Um, so I'm really looking for that four player game. So I don't know. I'll keep you briefed. I wanted to ask. I needed to get I needed to think about it. I needed some research so I can look (laughs) into it. Um all right, that was kind of a goofy lightning round. Uh, (laughs) Definitely. Okay. All right. So Mitch, this was your baby. So let's uh let's kick this off. Let's see what we got.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. So I was just kind of thinking it might be fun, and I'm not really sure what inspired this, but um, you and I have both worked in retail, um, and something that you know, if you've ever worked in retail, I'm sure you have a shitload of just crazy stories, the like the Rite Aid story, <laughs> but um, uh, but I that that kind of like sparked like I just want to hear more about like either you know, stories you have from working retail, whether it be just insanely (coughs) shitty customers, shitty employees, just let's take an episode to devote to bitch about how much it sucks to work in retail and how much customers suck. So (laughs) that's kind of what today is going to be. I have a few stories I have kind of prepared through my various jobs that I've had over the years. um, And I'm sure you do too. So I kind of just want to, bitch let's let's bitch
1: (laughs) okay well you mentioned the word shit a lot yes so i have a story about actual shit
0: (laughs) all right didn't expect that but let's get into it
1: okay i don't know how this happened i i do want to preface the story with saying i don't know what the fuck happened but here's what went down this really old crazy guy came into the store one day and um was just acting real strange. He asked where the bathroom was. I told him. I continued to work for the next hour. Then all of a sudden somebody's like, uh, hey. There's like shit on the floor. Ooh. And I'm like, "All right." And uh sure enough, <laughs> leading I'm gagged.
0: Oh
1: no. Leading to the restroom was three individual piles of shit.
0: Three separate. Three individual.
1: separate, very kind of clean piles of shit.
0: <laughs> You're literally trying not to throw up right now. Oh. So I don't know if
1: this dude shat himself and it fell out of his pants. <laughs>
0: It's alright, just breathe, breathe through it
1: It's just because I remember it so vividly Because I inspected everything Because I, I was trying to I, I was like true detective trying to figure out What the fuck was going on So either he shat himself and it came out Of his shorts Or he pulled his pants down and just Shit, three perfect piles of shit Leadied up
0: I've never heard you like physically gag On the podcast, that's amazing <laughs>
1: i'm doing pretty well um but yeah so that happened and i'll never know how it went down i'll never understand how this guy made three perfectly piles of shit all the way leading up to the bathroom um and that is a moment where you say, I do not get paid enough for this job because you yeah. don't. You shouldn't have to clean up human piles of shit. I mean, and you I, did. You you cleaned it up. I, I think my store manager did because I was mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm not cleaning that up. Like, yeah. I'll walk out right, right. now. Like, that's, <laughs> yep. I, I don't know what the alternative is, but definitely, like, somebody has to clean it up. And I understand that. Um, but in the same sense, um, I'm sorry. If you shit three different times on the floor of a public store, you should not be allowed back in. Actually, you should uh, probably absolutely. have the cops called on you. I don't, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I don't really care what's wrong with you. Um, yeah. just, just don't come back. That was my, <laughs> that was what I learned in retail is just, I don't really care. Just don't come back. Don't
0: bother me mm-hmm. with this shit again. Literally. <laughs> Literally, exactly.
1: Um, cause it's ridiculous. Nobody, you know, gets paid enough for that. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that was, that, that one was a rough one that day. Oh
0: boy. I've never had to clean anything like that up. Thank God. Um, that's disgusting. I probably wouldn't. Um, but I did have kind of a, when, when you were telling that story, it kind of reminded me, I, when I worked at the coffee shop in Cincinnati, um, there was a guy that would come in to the coffee shop and just use the bathroom, like not buy anything, but he would use the bathroom for like 45 minutes. And then I, he did this multiple times. So like one week he did it like twice in one week. And it got me thinking like, what is this dude doing? So one day, um, I think it was like a Sunday, I was working and I was by myself and we were only open till five. He comes in at like 4.30, strolling in. He just, there was like, they had a free like jug of water over by the in the counter He he grabs a glass of water and then just takes it into the bathroom, and then he's there for forty-five minutes. Like after we had been closed, after like I'm, I, I have all my closing stuff done. Like I'm trying to get out of here. There's still a dude in the bathroom, so I knock on the door and I'm like, "Hey, you okay? Everything, everything good?" And he says something like, "Yeah, just a, just a minute." And then, um, but that's like he did this multiple times. And then when he left the bathroom, like. I was, he, he left the glass of water in there. And one day I went in there and he this, he did this all the time. Like there was like these little black specks in the glass of water. And I was like, what is going on in here? And I think I came to the conclusion I'm not, I'm still not positive, but I think he was like shooting up or something in there because he would be in there for 45 minutes at a time, needed a glass of water. After he left, it smelled weird, but not like shit smell. <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty sure that happened a lot,
1: probably. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I know like how heroin works, but I will <laughs> right. say that I do know that people will use um like a like a twenty ounce pop, the bottle cap. they'll mm. use that, put that you know, the drugs in there and light it under to yeah. get it hot. So I found those all the time.
0: Oh yeah. Um huh.
1: so definitely a possibility. I mean he sounds yeah. cleaner than most people who would shoot up to be honest with you.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Um but yeah, I mean I've I've to to go extreme and re- reel it back a little bit. I mean I can't tell you how many times I watched the bathroom and there's shit smeared on the walls and uh. just fucking blood <laughs> and pus and shit. I and and I <laughs> I mean, at least have the fucking decency to tell me. Like, right, don't exactly. just walk out. Just let me know. I mean, we're going to have to clean it. But when it's like a biohazard, like blood, I I would get pissed. It went, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. When I walked in the bathroom and there was blood and I had a remote idea, you better believe I walked out of that store when I was off camera and I yelled at him. I was like, is that your yeah. fucking blood? And <sighs> like, I'd go in on him because like, that's not safe. Like, I don't know hmm. what you have. I, you tell us we'll clean it, but tell us so I don't walk in there and go to touch something and there's blood on the sink.
0: I don't know, man. I don't know if I would clean it. Like I, <laughs> I, who? what kind of person just like makes that big of a mess and just like, Oh, well not my problem. Cause If I like God forbid, if I ever like shit myself in a riot aid, I'd be like, Oh my god, I gotta I gotta take care of this. Nobody can ever know. No one should have to deal with this. (laughs) I I wouldn't hesitate to clean it up myself.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, you don't really have the supplies to do so. And I've had people that's true. I have had people come up from bathroom and like, hey, Do you have this, that, something kind of happen? I was like, "Don't worry about it, like, cool." If you, I was like, "If you want to, that's fine. I, I can do it. It's fine, like, because it is my job. And when you, (laughs) when you need the job, it's hard. You can't really say no. Yeah, you know, you're gonna get fucking all kinds of things called in on you if you have a bathroom full of shit. Yeah. Um, but I think that's what I think that those were the moments that it was like I, I've only had to deal with it particularly myself a couple times because nine times out of ten I'd be like. You can fire me right now. I ain't cleaning Mm -hmm. that. I ain't fucking touching (laughs) it. I'm not. Um, For me, the worst part about Rite Aid, I could sum it up pretty easily. And this just was indicative of the whole kind of issue of customer service, is when you bring in a return to a Rite Aid and you don't have the receipt, we can return it for you. However, we can only do it as store credit. So we can only put it onto a Rite Aid gift card. Now, the only other kicker is when you return something without a receipt, it's going to sell it to you at the lowest price it ever got sold at. Mm, yeah. Nine times out of 10, that was 75% off. Yeah. Um, actually, I think that Rite Aid fucked up because they should have just said, I can return it, but only for 75% of the price. Or, sorry, 25% of the price. Mm-hmm. Because that's everything rang up 75% off. Yeah. So, and you know, it's a new item. So how is it already? So, but the thing is, is that when you explain that to people and are like, oh, okay. And then we it without a receipt. Sure enough, it's only 25% of what they paid. So mm. they'll return an item for 999 expecting to get 999 back. And I'm like, no, I can only give you 250. And they're like, well, I bought it for 999. I was like, did you not just hear what I said? I yeah, told exactly. you. <laughs> That it's probably not going to be what you paid for it, and then a twenty-minute argument, you know, happens, and it's mm-hmm. just like I. But I said it though, and that is the most frustrating part about customer service to me. If I'm upfront and I'm honest and I tell you that this is the way this is going to play out, and mm-hmm. then you don't want to believe me,
0: <laughs> right?
1: I. That is when I, I I get mad. Um, I had a guy where that happened. He he took the. the it was like an ace race kind of thing he took it threw it at the counter so hard it popped up and almost hit me in the face like it hit me square in the chest
0: Uh-oh.
1: and I literally was like you know man and I was like clenching my teeth and he walked out and I and he was like just going off while another customer was trying to come up and I was like do you want this because you fucking paid for it yeah <laughs> and he was like oh well I'm just mad because and I was like well I don't appreciate you throwing stuff at me he's like I didn't throw it at you and I said yeah but it hit me so I could call the cops so we'd go that route if you want to.
0: Yeah, Jesus. And oh, I'm, I'm like, sure you saw so much shit. <laughs> and that's
1: where I'm just like, at this point, dude, how mad do you have to be to literally throw something so hard that it pops some dude in the chest who really mm-hmm. ain't doing nothing but trying right, to just get just, you out of there? Yeah. And that's where I have problem customer service. And that's why now I'm not as like. All people are good and, you know, we're just (laughs) trying to do it. It's like I've never fucking done that to a human being. The only people that I have really gone off on in a customer service setting are people who blatantly disrespected me Mm
0: -hmm. while I
1: was working a similar job. Mm -hmm. And I had no fear of telling them, I work in retail. That's bullshit. Fuck you for doing that because I would never do that to a customer. And if I did, I'd get fired. Exactly. So that was, you know, so... That is really indicative. I mean, like I could go into a lot more detail about a lot more specific people who I know their entire name and their entire life. <laughs> um, oh, I did have a customer at Rite Aid who I fucking hated, and then one day she died.
0: Oh, thank God! <laughs> and I said that.
1: Everyone was like, "Oh man!" And her husband was an asshole too. And he come in like, "Yeah, well, my wife died," and under my, br- I, like in my head, I'd just be like, "Good fucker." <laughs> right who cares your piece of shit yeah. wife died i mean like i'm sorry not everyone that dies is a good person okay truth <laughs> like, <Yep>. mathematically <laughs> we're better off for it i'm yeah really crass really <laughs> harsh but it's just the truth man like that person made our hell our our life's hell every week while we were working minimum wage should she go to heaven i don't fucking think so <laughs>
0: Because I I don't, I don't go out
1: and do that to people. I've, I've done my shit, but I don't, I don't intentionally go out of my way to make people's lives worse. She did. Yeah,
0: I would play this really petty game where if somebody came in that I hated and they were giving me a hard time uh, about something, like I'm, I'm standing behind a counter, so obviously, like I'll, I'll, like my hands were down to my side, but I would flip them off with both hands just behind the counter so they couldn't see it. That would make me feel a little bit better.
1: <laughs> yeah, so. and I think that's just the issue with customer service, right? It's just like you I, – I don't know. I just I, – I totally believe in good customer service, and I do kind of believe in that sentiment that the customer is always right because I get kind of mad when people are like, well, no, they're not. It's like, no, I understand. That's not what the saying is implying. them, it's It's implying that you should meet what they're wanting – to 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 do that because they are a customer i get really frustrated that because i do buy into that because you're right you're a customer if i can do that for you i'm going to try to
0: right but to a realistic expectation exactly i feel like if you're being real with me and you convey the issue and how you want to solve it i'll be like okay yeah let's solve this together um however if you come in guns a blazing like just pissed off and expect the world of me even though you're being an asshole i'll tell you straight up like hey um for example, one of the big stories I wanted to tell. Here we go. Um, when I was working at the coffee shop, um, there was this lady that would always come in, and she every she came in like a few times a week. She was a regular, um, but. Even though she came in uh, so often, every single time she came in and like ordered something, she would have an issue with it. Like right. she would have a problem with her coffee. Like this isn't right. The food's not right. Something like this, this and this. And then I, you know, she did it so often that I got to the point where I realized, like, okay, this isn't an us problem. This is her trying to take advantage of our niceness and our, you know, and our desire to have good customers. She knows that we want to make her happy. So she will continue to spend money here. So she's using it to essentially get free stuff. And I think at that point, it's totally okay to cut a customer off and be like, Nope, this is not happening anymore. I don't care if you ever come in again. Um, because at this point you're losing us money. Um, You're such a shitty customer that we don't want you. Um, So this lady was like that. Like, for example, she would like, she would order like they serve sandwiches, like lunch sandwiches too, and then she would order her sandwich, and then she would sit down. And the first time this happened, she would she would get her her sandwich, and then she would ask like the poor 17 year old behind the counter she was like can I get a few extra like pickles and then they would bring out like a you know big thing of pickles for free so much of the point that like she got so many free pickles our boss was like you got to start charging the lady for pickles we've gone, we've wasted like 20 bucks this week right on <laughs> so, pickles yeah so we did yeah we, we basically Im- implemented this policy like if you want more pickles than what it comes with we got to charge you like 25 cents or 50 cents right. something stupid like that and then she like had a problem with that and would always want to like fight us on an extra 25 cents for extra pickles um so then, yeah, one day she came in and I was, I was there. I working with somebody else. I was like doing the front register. Somebody else was making the drinks. Um, and I took her order and she always got the same thing. Every time she, she came in, she would get a large like mocha latte with, um, with skim milk, which is funny. Um, the fattest like drink with skim milk. Right. Um, <laughs> and, uh, she got this every time she was such a regular, I knew her order. And, um, So, you know, one day she came in and it was super busy. It was just the two of us. We had a huge line of people. She came in, just ordered that drink and the other person made it. And I was like, here you go. Here's your, here's your drink. Um, So then after that, I give her a drink. She, she, you know, goes sit down and I'm like dealing with other people. There's this huge line of people. um, And then she comes, (laughs) she starts coming up to the counter and I knew she was going to complain about it. I knew she was going to have issues And, um, so I was just like, Hey, what's, uh, what's going on? Anything, uh, anything I can do for you? She's like, yeah, um, how many shots of espresso are in this? And I said, well, a large uh, it's a large latte, so large lattes always have three shots of espresso. She's like, oh no, 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 I'm gonna need you to remake this. <laughs> and I was like, what's what's going on? She was like, I, I only ordered this with two shots of espresso, and I'm not an idiot. I know she did not. Like, right. <laughs> I'm pretty confident in my job. I'm like, uh, and I was just like, no, you've, you've been ordering the same, and at this point I started to call her out. I was like, you've been ordering the same thing every time you come in here, and we've never made it other than that. Like, if you want another drink, I will remake it for you, but you have to pay for it because we didn't, I'm, 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 this is the hill I'm willing to die on. Like we didn't mess up your drink. Right. You didn't, if you only wanted two shots, you would have told me and you didn't. I remember. Um, so she's just like, well, that's just unacceptable. My my doctor says I can't have this much caffeine. So um, if I if I drink this much espresso, I'm going to have heart issues and <laughs> all this stuff. And um, so I, so I look at her and I'm like, okay. So you wanted to drink with only two shots of espresso, and we gave you one with three. She's like, yeah. So <laughs> so I take the drink from her, and I take it over to like the sink where like in plain view of her, I dump one third of it down the sink. <laughs> And then I give it back to her, and I'm like, there you go, should be safe to drink now. And she's just like, that is not funny. (laughs) And then I was just like, well, I think it is, um, or something like that. And then she just kind of like walks away, and I I didn't say anything that was like super offensive. I didn't tell her to get out. But at this point, I'm like, totally like, I'm not making you a free drink, but here you go. If you can only drink two shots of espresso, (laughs)
1: <laughs> drink
0: two thirds of this one. Yeah. Um, and then she, you know, shortly after that, she started, she stopped coming in, which I think was a, was a good thing. Cause everybody hated her. And, but anyway, the, uh, probably one of the best stories I've had while working there, no. <laughs> just dump it down the drain. There you go. <laughs> no,
1: that actually is pretty funny, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Like customers like that, you lose money. You're not it, mm-hmm. in a more modern way of thinking of business though. Unfortunately, like, you know, Google reviews is a thing and, all that yeah. kind of shit, and, you know, that's that's what you get hounded on. But, yeah, I, I just unfortunately, I just think that if you have consistency in your policy and what you can and cannot do, then those issues won't happen. Because you, when you think about going to a more independent kind of place, they don't put up with that shit. Mm hmm like a corporate chain will because they kind of have to.
0: Yeah. Well, she also said that she was just like, well, uh, I used to go to Starbucks all the time and they would, you know, they would they would have no problem remaking my drink. They, you know, they they just want, you know, the best, they, they, they value customer service or something like that. And, uh, and I actually said like, well, yeah, Starbucks can afford to do that because they're a multi, you know, billion dollar company. We're owned by one family here in Fort Wayne. Like he's, he, we don't have unlimited resources. <laughs> exactly. You're taking advantage of the system. <laughs> exactly.
1: So if you if you have a little uh, a legitimate problem, like when you go to like a a more smaller independent type place, they'll meet you halfway. It's not that their mm-hmm. customer service is bad. I mean, I'm sure there's history of that. Um, but I would say nine times out of ten. Their customer service won't be bad, but if you go in there and act a fool and you're demanding everything on the menu for free, they ain't gonna yeah. put up with that shit. They'll just tell you to get the fuck out because I've exactly. seen exactly. I've mm-hmm. I've seen this in places be like, "You're fucking wrong. You're not getting free money from me." Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah. And and they'll eat that Google review because they're local and the community knows that they're not that way. This is just some mm-hmm. jerk trying to get stuff for free. So. I mean, I don't know, man. We see all the memes and see all the things of like treat, you know, treat customer service people well and retail people well. And it's just the fact that we have to remind people that is just shitty. I I really. Exactly. The thing that I learned while working retail and customer service is that it's shitty people having a shitty day and they want to go take it out on somebody. So if they go Mm. into a Rite Aid or they go to get their coffee and it's not exactly what they want, then guess what? This this young person is going to get the brunt of their force.
0: Yeah, this person making minimum wage that should have, you know, it, I don't like, I, at that point, like I was kind of laying down the law, but I was like, I'm 20 years old. Do You think I make the rules here? Like, no, I'm not in charge. <laughs> Nobody does.
1: Nine times out of 10, anybody you're talking to doesn't. You're not talking to the C- CEO or COO of any company. Mm-hmm. You're talking to the people who are working for the company. Um, and it, but it just blows my mind though, that people are so willing to just and it's just the dumbest thing and that's when i know like that's when i know that this person i mean i will say that i hate it because i do have enough empathy to understand that if they're arguing me with a 50 cent coupon they're having a rough go Mm -hmm. because that why else would you if everything's going great you don't care about 50 cents like all right well that's stupid Mm -hmm. but whatever you know you let it go you blow it off you may speak your mind but you let it go you don't sit there and argue with me for a half hour Cause I'm the worst. I'll sit there and argue with you. I'm like, you want to get down to the logic of what you're discussing? <laughs> I absolutely will. Here we go. I, I have a degree motherfucker. Let's go. All right.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Point one,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. you know, I'll do that. Um, so like, I know a lot of the ride aids I worked at, I think people in the end hated to deal with me because they knew <laughs> yeah. that I would sit there and argue with them the entire mm-hmm. time. Um, and even in my current job now i think people don't like talking to me because they know that because i i do i'll say it like i don't agree with this but this is the way it is and i Mm -hmm. cannot do anything about it Mm -hmm. um and i work in a more professional setting where contracts are involved so there's legality all the Mm -hmm. time um and even at Rite aid i had hipaa to uphold and HIPAA is pretty black and white. Um, no, I cannot tell you that information. I will not tell you that information because it is mm-hmm. a legal concern. Oh, well, well, what about like, well, I'm not jeopardizing my job and legal statutes against the store for that. So, no, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry. Nothing you can say will change that.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Um, so I don't think that's why people always love dealing with me. But the people who did love dealing with me were the people that were a little bit more of the the male boomer age. Sometimes we'll get along with me better because I'd be like, look, I'm going to tell you straight. I'm going to give you the skinny. I used to say all the time, Mm. like, (laughs) I'm I'm, going to be blunt with you. I'm going to be, I'm going to be transparent. I'm going to give you the skinny on this. This Mm -hmm. is how it is. Okay. So therefore, A, B, and C. Okay. Not saying I agree with it. It is the way it is. I apologize. If there's anybody else you want to speak to, I can get you that info. But unfortunately, I'm, my gut would tell me they're going to tell you the same thing.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And for whatever reason that resonated with them. They would typically yeah, be like, "Oh, right. well, well, all right. Well, you know, you're a good young man. You're being nice and respectful." So, uh, uh okay. Well, I uh I don't know why it works. That's that's always mm-hmm. in my back pocket. Just be honest." Yeah, that's
0: awesome. <laughs> I've had a couple of situations like that come up when you're talking about like HIPAA and stuff. Like at my current job, I'm not going to bring up too much info um, and dox myself, but I will say so. Um, I primarily like work sales on at a online company that sees a lot of fraud. And um, one of the you know legal things that I've run into before is um, whenever there's a fraudulent order sent out, um, some people will call in and be like, "Hey, I don't know who you guys are, but you charged my card for this, and you know shipped it." or you do you charge my card for this what happened and you know the this is like you know a fraudulent thing where we have processes in place like where this is a pretty big deal um and I pretty much the processes are like, I'm really sorry that this happened. Um, let your bank know, get your card declined or get your, uh, get your credit card you know canceled um, and then maybe file a police report and then we can give you more details. And then they'll always, every single time, they'll ask like, oh, well, who did it ship to? Where did it, you know, where was the address you shipped it to? And legally, we can't tell them that because like right. if they drive to that person's house and kick their ass, we will be responsible exactly. for the legal ramifications of that. And I straight up told somebody, that one time they were freaking out on me, yelling at me because their card got you know compromised and they thought we were just trying to rip them off and everything. And, um, and this guy was freaking out. He was like, well, why can't you just tell me where it's shipped out? And I, and at that point I was just like, here's the deal. I'm going to be real with you. Um, we can't tell you this because I told him, I, I said these words and I don't cuss a lot of work, but I was like, If you drive over to this person's house and kick their ass, we will be sued. So I can't like file a police report. This is all we can do. My hands are tied. Um, And yeah, so. (laughs) Yeah,
1: no, that's. Yeah, I I deal with similar things in my Mm -hmm. current job as well. So I definitely understand. But yes, I mean. Because I do understand sometimes when people are just upset and they're and, and sometimes they don't understand because sometimes it's like it seems very clear and evident to us, but it doesn't them. They could work in a completely yeah, different field true. and have no reference for what we're telling them. Mm. So every now and then, yeah, I have to kind of bust it down and probably tell them things I shouldn't because I'm like, I got to be mm. honest with you. This is the way it works.
0: Mm-hmm. And part of it is understanding like, okay, I you know for my job anyway it's just like I've been under. you know I've been talking with you long enough that I understand kind of what makes you tick um, and I understand how you operate it's kind of psychology thing like I can choose to frame it this way but I understand that you like to communicate this way Yeah. so I'm going to cuss and tell you like it is just the way you're doing me so
1: <laughs> yeah it's and and not everyone could do that because I know mm-hmm. I think we could probably say we've worked with a lot of people who uh, do not have that ability
0: exactly to yeah. read the
1: room um Mm -hmm. and it uh it definitely yeah it's uh, it's a trip man i mean i i don't i definitely could say that even on my worst day in the job i have now it is so much better than when i worked for rite aid um Mm -hmm. and that sucks because i don't think that rite aid is like a terrible company um, they're just old. They're behind the times, but I do think they generally want what's best for their employees and they generally want to be a good company. But they're behind mm-hmm. the biggest two they're behind Walgreens and CVS. So they're just playing mm-hmm. catch up constantly. Um, so I really don't have too much bad to say about Rite Aid in general, but just that. One day, the, cu- the customer service model that we know now will be gone. Everything will be automated. Everything will be, you know, and a lot of the people that now work these cashier jobs are going to be people working the phones for customer service issues. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's better or worse. I don't know. But it could be because at least when you're not physically there, somebody cannot physically assault you. Um, like I got pepper I you know, I got maced out of fucking writing yeah. because I was trying to stick up for the employee I worked with. Did I do it the best way possible? Probably not. I went pretty hard in the paint, but they weren't gonna mess with my employee, I guarantee you that. Mm. Um and it's also kind of a bitch move to mace someone who is literally smaller than you. So
0: Yep. <laughs> um
1: in the end, I still feel like I won. <laughs>
0: Right. <laughs> but if all
1: this happened over the phone, you know, it, it, it wouldn't even have come close to that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have one more story that's like, not that I just want to tell. It's not like a story about a shitty customer. It's just a funny story about a dumbass customer. Um, okay. <laughs> when I was, I was trying to think of like stories to tell, like mostly like, you know, from the coffee shop. Cause I worked there for so long. That was a majority of my retail customer service, uh, you know, positions, um, So, this story got you know I thought of because it's just hilarious and I still think of it even though this was like seven years ago. Um, I so I worked the coffee shop I worked at had a drive through um, and a lot of times I was working the drive through taking people's orders. (laughs) And one morning this lady came in and and bless her heart it was like six six thirty in the morning super early. I understand why she was so dumb, but still just. One of the dumbest people I've ever met she like <laughs> she pulled up to the drive through and um I, I you know I opened the drive through window and she started placing her order, but her car window was still up, so I couldn't like hear anything she was saying. <laughs> So I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I can't hear you. I'm, I'm trying to like mime, like, I can't yeah. hear you. What are you saying? Like, you know, trying to communicate through a car, you know, window. Um, and then she's like looking at me and she's, I think she says something like, I can't hear you. (laughs) And I was just like, yeah, same.
1: (laughs) No shit.
0: I'm like trying every way I can imagine to communicate with her, like roll down your window. I'm like pointing to my ears. I'm like pointing at her, like the window. I do the thing. I do the crank down the motion. And she just cannot get it through her head. And honestly, the reason I still think about it is because of how long it went on. I'm not kidding you. This probably took 90 seconds to two minutes of her like trying to figure out like what is happening and then like it got to the point where I was just like dying laughing I go over to one of my other coworkers and I'm like I can't take this customer's order right now you go over figure this out tell her to roll down a window and then like the other the other girl comes over and she's she does the same thing and it, it goes on and on and she's like pointing like trying to mime like roll down your fucking window. Um, and then after like a minute of her not having success, I like come over back over to the drive-thru window. And I finally think I like reach out the window because I can reach, I, I yeah. like, you know, knock on her window and it finally hits her. She's like, oh my God. So she like, <laughs> she rolls down her car window and she was just like, oh my gosh, I thought you were like hearing impaired or something. Like you couldn't <laughs> understand me. And I was like, no, your window was up. <laughs> but the just the fact that i still think about that because it honestly took two two to three minutes for her to realize like oh i should probably roll down my window so they can hear me <laughs> so
1: that dude yeah that is hilarious it's, <laughs> i mean it's funny like i wasn't in the situation but that was one of the first things i thought when the mime wasn't working like yeah you don't know just like <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and it, and i can't honestly, hear you it, roll it, took, it down
0: <laughs> It took me a minute to like, you know, think to do that too. But also like, I didn't want to be rude. I didn't want to be like, Hey, you dumb bitch. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, and it can definitely, yeah. like um, it, it, it can definitely come across like fairly rude, but yeah, no, that is, whew, that is, I think the only thing I have like close to that is when people would just try to like, give me like a Kroger card or like a CVS card. Uh-huh. Or like, oh, yeah. Hey, do you have a do you have a writing card? Do you have a wellness card? Uh, uh, uh Where am I? It's on the <laughs> building.
0: <laughs> How do you not know?
1: I, that's what I don't get. I'm like, bro, you don't know what store that you walked into. Like that's <laughs> right. that's alarming. I had a dude yeah, who definitely. came in one day and he walked into the store like hurriedly and he walked right up to the counter and he was like, What state am I in? <laughs> and I was like, You good dog? I was like Ohio. And he was like, What city? And I'm like, Xenia. He's like That's amazing. Where's that? I said, But not too far from Dayton. And he said, like, Cool. <laughs>
0: and you also just should have been like it is may 14th 2019 just in case you don't know what year it is
1: (laughs) uh i had a guy walk in one time this guy i thought was trying to rob us he walked in one time and he walked he said hey what time is it and like he walked right in i'm meeting him at the kind of the front door because i was doing something in the middle of the store and i was like uh, oh how did that go down it was weird Yeah, I really thought he was trying to rob us. Because, like, nine times out of ten, even if I have my phone on me, I'm going to go look at a clock for whatever weird Mm -hmm. reason. I don't know. Like, I really don't try to be on my phone at work very much. Um, But he walked in. He said, what time is it? And, oh, that's what I said. Yeah, he walked in and said, oh, actually, I didn't have my phone on me. That's what it was. He walked in, I kind of meet him in the entryway, like right right in the very first part as you walk in the store. Mm-hmm. And he said, What time is it? And I said, Uh, oh, sorry, man, I don't know. I don't have my I don't I don't have my phone on me. And he said, Well, can you check? And I was like, No. <laughs> and then we stood there staring at each other and he was like, Whatever then. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, bitch. Whatever. Then weird. I'm not your timekeeper, but it felt like yeah. <laughs> he really wanted me to go behind the counter and look.
0: He, yeah, sounds like it. That's weird, man. Huh?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, there was constantly the threat of being robbed, constantly the threat of people stealing, and you getting in trouble because you somehow didn't Jedi mind trick them into not stealing because you couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Of course, um, yeah. I will say, if you've ever if you steal from a retail store and you are above eight. 18, you are a piece of shit.
0: Exactly. And
1: go fuck yourself because you are making everyone else's job there harder. You don't need Mm -hmm. everything you're stealing. You're a piece of shit. So Because those were the worst people. I caught a dude putting a a frozen thing of Hot Pockets down his pants one day, and he was like, I'm hungry, man. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. Stop. Like, leave, you piece of shit. Like, I get it. You're hungry, but just like... I don't know. It just yeah. It's,
0: no, that's crazy, man. I luckily I've never really been in a position, especially like professionally, where I had to deal with the threat of like being held up or you know stealing something. I've I've never really had to worry about that at any of my jobs, which is good. Um, but it's like the alternative type of people that I had to deal with more often. The the more like old entitled like, you know, just shitty selfish people uh-huh. that i've encountered on a daily basis to this day <laughs>
1: yeah no i mean trust me i get it yeah no it's that that's where i definitely got out of, of rite aid was when like all of our pharmacies started to get robbed um yeah. that's where i kind of just started to be like man i i i ain't doing this i mm, do not give yeah. two fucks about this place somebody walks in here and sells every goddamn pill we have i don't i don't care like it just was not worth the money it wasn't worth the stress i had a shitty schedule it's just like this is not good (laughs) like it's Mm -hmm. i'm 27 years old i don't want to fucking do this
0: Mm -hmm. yeah exactly so one last story okay about um uh shitty entitled people um so this happened at my current job and again i'm gonna like be super vague about it um but this happened uh uh A few months ago, actually the same time that I was out because of my mom's funeral and everything, um, I was out of the office for a week or so. um, And then when I came back in, I was checking my emails, seeing what I missed. um, And one of the things that I I missed was like, so at my job, like I can text people. um, And so this person like texted me and was like, Hey, um I had a problem with no, this person texted me and said, "Hey, my friend had a problem with her order. She like never got it." Um call me back. And this was like a week and a half before I actually got into the office. Um, and actually, so at my job anyway, like if you're out for really any time, um, people will still check your emails and make sure that the people that need something yeah. are getting back to, which is a good thing. Um, so that guy texted me that while I was out <laughs> due to my mom's funeral. I'll say that again. Um, <laughs> and, um, It got forwarded to somebody else that I work with, and they like called the person and like left him a voicemail. And then I got back in like a week and a half later and saw that this guy had tried to contact me and he'd never been in touch, so his issue was still open. So I actually took a screenshot of this. I'm gonna read you the conversation. I'm going to blur out the names, though. (laughs) Hey, blank, this is Mitch from blank. (laughs) I got your message from last week about your friend with the missing blank, and I wanted to assist ASAP. What's her name so I can find out an ETA for her? Thanks again. And then he said, she canceled. (laughs) And I said, okay, so sorry about that. Well, definitely let me know next time. I want to make sure we're on top of things for you and she will and he said she will never buy anything from you again and is not talking to me thanks <laughs> and at this point i'm thinking like okay well he's not Like, this dude, I still don't have a name. I have no way of looking up this person in our database to see what happened. How the fuck am I supposed to help out here? So at this point, I'm thinking, like, okay, what probably happened is she ordered something that we didn't have in stock, and it's probably going to take a few weeks to get in stock. And whoever reached out probably told her that it wasn't going to be in stock, but she just either didn't read the email or, you know, we almost always call and, like, leave a voicemail. She just didn't pay attention to the voicemail. And then, so at that point, I said, we always call and email whenever. An order that is placed that is on back order. My buddy reached out to you the same day. I was out of the office last week due to the, due to the death of my mom. So sorry I wasn't more timely. Oh, ho, ho,
1: ho. <laughs> put it on him, boy.
0: <laughs> exactly. And he said she ordered a, she ordered something. You know, insert item here on your website, and it said it was in stock and available. You people lie and then give excuses. while you can't play excuses. <laughs> And to that I said, if you don't give me her name, I have no way of looking her up. So I'm not sure what happened. Yeah, I can't even Sorry I for th- can't
1: even do anything. You you don't exactly. want to tell me any info. I you could be lying to me.
0: Exactly. So I said if you don't give me her name, I have no way of looking her up. So I'm not sure what happened. Sorry for the negative experience. And he texted back, he said leave me alone. And then I texted back and I said, yeah. <laughs> this is like, oh my God, I was so fucking pissed off. Leave. I just told you my mom died and you, oh, your response bucks. was your people are making up excuses. Yeah. So he said, leave me alone. And I said, you got it. <laughs> and then he said, fuck you. So, uh, <laughs> oh, really? So, that was it. I just wanted to share that story too, about just like probably when i when I was thinking about stories to tell, like the shittiest person I have ever had communication with that that had to come up so
1: <laughs> all right, well, that was fun uh, <laughs>
0: it was fun. I haven't yeah, thought about indeed. a lot of
1: these stories in a long time and it, and it's one of those things where it's like I have so many more coming up. But, yeah. you know, I, th- I, I think we probably told the ones that were mainly indicative of our experience.
0: Yeah. Um, right.
1: So, yeah, it sucks. If you work retail, God bless you or customer service jobs. God bless you. Um,
0: if you don't work retail, be nice to those that do because they have oh, the hardest job. Yeah. And especially like, you know, restaurant, food service tip more than you think you should. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just help them out. It's hard.
0: It's and if the service was bad tip what you should still
1: <laughs> yeah don't be a complete ass um, yeah. there's no need um all right Mitch well do you want to do what you cranking because
0: I don't know if I really have anything I don't
1: have anything and we just if you want to know what we're cranking go back and listen to the episode before and then you want hear everything
0: because
1: yep. <laughs> uh, that's what we've been listening to all right well let's let's sign this off we'll be back next time for probably what will be a fairly interesting episode I'm kind of excited for it
0: yeah me too me too
1: all right thank you guys for listening we'll see you next time uh what, what's that like old stand-up bit where it'd be like tip tip your hairdressers
0: oh um pff, something like that yeah. uh, tip tip your servers and yeah. Uh, yeah anyway that didn't land stay fresh cheesebacks <laughs> <laughs>